Welcome everybody to our weekly Halacha podcast. I'd like to talk a little bit about some of the Halachas of Sukkah this week. Sukkah has a certain amount of Kedusha, a certain amount of holiness to it. Now in contrast, however, there are two different types of holiness regarding mitzvahs. There's Tashmishe Kedusha, objects of holiness, and Tashmishe Mitzvah, objects of mitzvah. Tashmishe Kedusha includes like Tefillin, Mezuzahs, Sefer Torah, those have inherent kedusha to them, holiness. And it's primarily because of the fact that it's God's name in there. And therefore, even things that are used together with the, with the Tashmishi kedusha, such as the Aron Kodesh, the, the Ark, or the, 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 gar, the, 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 the clothing of the Sefer Torah, or the different parts of the, of the tefillin, even the boxes and the bag for the tefillin, those all considered like a, a sort of a corollary of the kedusha of the holiness associated with the with the with the tashmishi kedusha and the objects, and therefore, even after they no longer become usable, let's say a, a tefillin bag that becomes ripped or becomes worn out, may not be tossed in the garbage. It has to be buried in the shemus and with the with other holy books, sefer Torah or Swarm, etc. Tashmishi tashmishi mitzvah or objects of mitzvah don't have the same holiness to them. And therefore, there's no obligation to put those into shamos. So for example, a person has a pair of tzitzes. Tzitzes do not be put, are not necessarily put into shamos. Or for that matter, other mitzvah, menorah, or luv and esrog, none of those are put into shamos. They can be, shouldn't be treated with disrespect, but nevertheless, you can double wrap them and they can be tossed in the garbage. Preferable not to put them directly in the garbage can because that would be considered disrespectful putting together with the trash, but put next to the garbage garbage can and then the garbage man can collect it. So you're not, you yourself are not treating with disrespect though, and especially the fact that it's covered over also. Now, because of the Kedusha, the Sukkah though, the Sukkah is similar, also similar, are also applicable there too, by the way. So for example, the, the Kedusha, you know, the, of the sukkah requires that a person is not allowed to do, is not allowed to throw the boards disrespectfully. You can't even the boards or the schach. Same idea as the other types of mitzvahs cannot be just tossed into the garbage. They don't have to be put into shemus, of course, but they should be wrapped up nicely and left next to the garbage. It shouldn't be, shouldn't just be destroyed wantonly or treated disrespectfully would not be appropriate to take the walls of a sukkah, for example, use it to make a clubhouse or something like that because it was used for a kedusha, because it was used for holiness. Now, when the sukkah stands, there's also certain types of kedusha of matters that have to be kept properly. So the lacha, for example, says that a person is not supposed to do things that in, in a sukkah itself that degrade the sanctity of the holiness, the kedusha of the sukkah. I mean, certain things are acceptable, right? It's permissible to wash one's hands in the sukkah. You're allowed to if a person's allowed to sleep in the sukkah, that's the mitzvah to sleep in the sukkah. But say, for example, though, though getting undressed in the sukkah itself may not be appropriate, perhaps because that's considered, it's not considered proper, proper respect for the, for the sukkah itself. Um, similarly, you're allowed to, it, the Gemara tells us you're not supposed to leave the pots and pans out there when you serve the food. Those shouldn't be brought into the sukkah either. It shook. It says you're supposed to live there. It's like the dining room. If you wouldn't bring pots and pans into your dining room, it wouldn't be appropriate to bring pots and pans into the sukkah either. 
I mean, unless you, if you do, but if you put serving trays, usually you're brought to the table. That's at least food you brought into the sukkah too. So there's certain there's a possibility, according to some opinions, that if a pot was brought inside the sukkah, the sukkah may not even be kosher. Therefore, a person, if there's a pot in the sukkah, it's questionable. A person should absolutely not make a bracha because of the concern, the possibility that it's that it's that it's not considered respectful, it's not considered invalid. It's the sukkah. Similarly, after a person eats, a person should be careful also not to wash the dirty dish, next use not to leave the dirty dishes in the sukkah. Some opinions say they should be taken out right away. Others say that, you know, when, when you finish the meal, you start you finish cleaning up after the meal, you take everything at that point. But they sh- certainly should not be left in the sukkah overnight, for example, or for a longer period of time. Because, again, if you wouldn't leave the dirty dishes on your dining room table, it's not appropriate to leave them in the sukkah either. Now, some people say, if let's say part of the sukkah is, is under the roof, so that's not really considered part of the halakhic sukkah, because the sukkah itself is only kosher under the schach. So there are some opinions that say, perhaps, that a person can leave the dirty dishes under the part of the sukkah that's not considered a kosher sukkah. Other opinions so that others say that should be avoided, though, because even though it's true, halakhically it's not a sukkah, but since it gives the appearance of the sukkah, it still doesn't, it takes away from the, from the for the, for the dignity of the sukkah, and that would not be appropriate. Now, a person should also not use a sukkah as a storage room. Let's say, for example, even though people might use their shed for a sukkah, but you shouldn't leave the, the lawnmower or bicycles in the, in the sukkah during sukkahs. During sukkahs, it means the kedusha of the sukkahs. Afterwards, since it was initially made with the intention that it was originally supposed to be a shed, that's not a problem using it as a shed. But nevertheless, during sukkahs, though it's when it's elevated, a person should not leave other types of things in the sukkah. Similarly, a person should not bring the garbage can into the sukkah, even to collect the garbage. If he wouldn't bring his garbage can to the dining room table, so it wouldn't be appropriate to bring it into the sukkah either. The sukkah also, the kedusha of the sukkah also applies even to the decorations. It's appropriate to put decorations in a sukkah to beautify the mitzvah. But there's nevertheless they have kedusha to them, a holiness to them. Matter of fact, during Yom Tif, they're considered muksa, since they're originally designated for the sukkah. If the, if the decoration falls off on Shabbos or Yom Tif, you're not allowed to move it. It's considered muksa, you can kick it back with your foot or something like that, but you wouldn't be allowed to pick it up with your hands. For that matter, as let's say, if, if fruit hanging from the sukkah, you certainly would not be allowed to eat it on sukkahs, because again, it's, it's, it's been designated for the mitzvah sukkahs itself. Now, if a person made the condition before Yom Tov that he doesn't want the decorations to become sanctified, that's acceptable. He can do such a thing like that. He says, I don't want, to, I don't want these to be sanctified, and therefore he would be allowed to use the, 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 the decorations during circus if he wants to. Have a great Yom Tov, everybody, and Bez Hashem, we'll talk a little bit more about circus next week. Ever think about starting your own podcast? The Maverick Podcasting Network makes creating and running your podcast easy and fun. Visit maverickpodcasting.com to get started today.